Yo, what up? What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to Rips Official. I'm here with the amazing, talented, beautiful chef, Bree. How you doing? Hey, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So, Bree, uh, I just announced that you're a chef. Uh, how long have you been a uh, master chef in your arts? Oh, master chef. Such a title. I have been a chef for about a year and a half, although if you count number of years cooking my whole life. Professionally, a year and a half. Your whole life, like you had like the Easy Bake when you were little, or I did, <laughs> I really did. And there's pictures of me like three years old, like banging pots and pans in the kitchen, just like on the stool, like trying to cook. And I what was I you probably... cooking? What was you cooking? Nothing. I air. Oh, I but, thought it makes you know, like was... little cupcakes or like little. <laughs> I was never a baker. I'm still to this day not much of a baker, but um, I don't know, like small things. I think I, ta I started with tacos and then upgraded to spaghetti. Mm. Mm, that was probably about seven years old. And then around 10 years old, I think I started making chicken for the first time. All right. All right. Which is pretty impressive. Um, that is good. high school, I started making different cuisines and from there. Okay. So, did you do any like culinary inside your high school or did you wait? Did you go to college for culinary at all? I or? did not. So I've always envisioned myself to have a restaurant. So I would say maybe at 11 or 12 I said I want to own a restaurant I had no idea what that meant um, and my dad was just basically like you need to just get an education you don't need to if you know how to cook you know how to cook you don't necessarily need to go to culinary school now of course that's not everyone's opinion but that mm -hmm. was his and he said you can go get a business degree you could get a finance degree an accounting degree you could do something like that and then if you still decide later on that you want to get a culinary degree then then by all means okay so the university that I chose had an um, it had a hot it really it actually had a pretty good hospitality program I didn't join it um, I did finance and accounting and um, I studied entrepreneurship so right. my minor is in entrepreneurship but it wasn't specifically like in the culinary field I mostly did like food trucks okay lines. and you got a little business going right little business oh you got a big business thank she's you. killing it she's killing it <laughs> thank you big business <laughs> <laughs> and how how long how long have you had this business open? I started my business in 2018. I was still working in corporate America, but I um, was kind of trying to, I guess, figure out what my out plan was. In 2019, I changed the name, and then at, to Peppermint Catering. In the middle of 2019, I left corporate America, so I worked at Shell, and ever since then, I've been. 100% peppermint. So let's, let's slow it down. Peppermint. How'd you choose that name? This is a long story. Do you have time? Yeah, we got time. Okay. We got time all day. <laughs> okay, so I have always been influenced by different cultures. So my father traveled a good amount while I was in high school, and he would always bring back some kind of food. He would be taking pictures of his plates. He would talk about like the conversations at the dinner table, and I was just like so fascinated. So I started to travel in... Um, in college, my sophomore year abroad, you go? I went to Italy. So oh. I was in Italy for five months. I fell in love with Italian culture. Um, and then I started to just kind of study like what ingredients different cultures use, like what's local, why people, like I guess the customs of, of food, just, just everything food for different cultures. So pepper, pepper and mint um, represents like spices and herbs. And so I would say that my style of cooking is very like loaded on the seasoning, but I also wanted to incorporate like freshness. So that's where the herb comes from. Um, 
to be honest with you, I, it just came out of thin air. I was hoping to have something that was representing balance. And so that's just something kind of like a mantra in my personal life. Like I always achieve balance, at least strive to achieve balance. And so I feel like, you know, peanut butter and jelly or like, yeah. you know, like I wanted something that was similar to that, but that could be my own. And then on the flip side, the cultural aspect is I noticed that pepper is used in most culture. I mean, I think every culture. Mm -hmm as well as herbs so you know maybe it's cilantro or maybe it's kind of parsley or maybe it's like saffron or whatever it is but there is an herb and so i wanted it to be kind of encompassing of different cuisines so that's really what it came from i honestly I was on the plane i was watching the movie peppermint okay um i actually haven't seen the movie because it was broken like the little like the screen on the back of, i was on my way to korea and it was broken and i was like Pe peppermint peppermint that just sounds so cool and then it just kind of clicked like that's that's an my company like it's perfect it was a great name that's awesome <laughs> thank you and you got a lot of soul you got a lot of love in your food in italy yes. like they make everything from scratch they have like small portions like you make all your pastas and stuff yeah, like that you I, have the machines and everything i don't that? have a pasta machine um i hope to kind of expand my equipment sometime the end of this year um, but Italian culture, I love. I mean, it's my favorite. It, it's not my favorite now. My favorite is Asian, but it was kind of like my first love. And I like the courses. And the fact that, it, you know, the, the dining experience will extend three to four hours. There's like a lot of love. There's a lot of, there's just a lot going on in the Italian culture. And they make you eat. And so I love to make people eat and I like watch them. <laughs> eat my food and I feel like that's how people treated me when I was studying abroad in Italy so I don't make a lot of Italian food for my clients but I do love it I love kind of like the depth of flavors the freshness it's very tomato yes. based I mean as far as like fresh like when I was studying abroad there there really wasn't much refrigeration which is a new concept and to be honest with you I love ice and so okay. they didn't have much ice they didn't have they like barely had space for like the cheeses it was kind of crazy and so I used to freeze my water bottles because mm -hmm. they, I, like, there's just no ice. <laughs> so everyone in my program is like, that girl loves ice so much. <laughs> She's so American. <laughs> so you also uh, traveled to Korea, you say? You stopped yeah. by there? I, so I, I love to travel. I feel like a lot of my joy in life is traveling. So it's also where I, where I kind of receive inspiration, but also just kind of like it's where I feel most free. So I try and travel abroad at least once a year. Mm -hmm. um, most recently, prior to COVID, I went to like my first solo trip. It was to Korea, Japan, and Australia. So I was originally going for a wedding in Melbourne, Australia. And then I was like, well, where else can I go? And the Southeast Asian countries were very, um, like, I guess, economical to get to. And so I spent about two weeks, two weeks abroad. Well, food, food definitely speaks a different language, you know, I'm gonna, you know, food speaks a language. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have anybody that you look up to or that has inspired you on the way of being a chef? Yeah, I look up to a lot of people. I think that there's people for different reasons. So there's a girl that's from Dallas. I'm originally from Dallas. I've been following her for at least like 10 years. Um, her name is Gabrielle McBay. I find that she is just like a joy. Like from her personal life, I like that she incorporates a lot of just personality into her business. I like that she seems to be kind of like, how do I say it? Like she can pivot. Mm -hmm. from what from what i've seen um and that's 
that's admirable because sometimes I feel like I kind of stick in my ways or like I'm very like driven to a specific goal and I don't really like take into account you know maybe the market or like the dynamics so she had written like a cookbook in 24 hours and they just like sold it and I just thought it was incredible so she's one there's a lot of people on Instagram that I just I mean from maybe from aesthetics or the way they played or the way that they decorate their table there's mm-hmm. just tons of people who are doing it I mean I never really thought it was competition. I think that the industry is massive. There's a space for everybody. So um, I will I'll be the first to comment like, oh, you go girl, or like that looks amazing, or you know, ask questions or ask about pricing. And I feel like just me being open has allowed me to thrive in my business. And I think people kind of see the same for me. Okay. So what about uh what about Gordon Ramsay and like all those top people like that? Do you ever see yourself going on that type of show or like? I get so nervous. I don't. I thought about it when I was younger. Like you would kill I, it. You would kill it. <laughs> you know, Chopped. I don't know. I yeah, feel like I saw that. Yeah. If I could think of a show, I think I would do best on Chopped because I do like okay. to improvise, and a lot of my clients like just say like just make whatever, whatever I have, or they'll have some sort of like dietary restriction or some sort of intolerance, and so like just be creative. And so I like that aspect, like that freedom. But I mean, cooking shows. Hmm. I would. I think I would like to host more than I would like to be a part of it. There's so many. There's like a bunch coming up on Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah, Hulu's I used to watch. Um, I think it was Iron Iron Chef, like yeah. with my dad when I was younger, and I felt like that was that was kind of like the show. There was also like Paula Dean, and although like I don't. I don't follow her that much now. She, I could see that she just had so much love for it, and she was just kind of mm-hmm. like that grandmother, that kind of like, I'm gonna feed everyone, and this is my love language, and I feel like that's kind of how I feel, although, I mean, I'm much younger, but I do have that kind of like, inside of me, like, everyone just be fed. I don't want anyone to be hungry, or, I don't know, like. Out of all the television shows and entertainments that I've watched, I feel like food, they have like the most passion and love for what they do. Like Absolutely. people are just killing it on those shows. <laughs> you know, the way they see it, the way they make their food, all of that. It's an amazing profession. I mean, everyone loves to, well, most people like to eat, maybe not everybody. <laughs> and it makes people happy. Like, yeah. why would you not want to do something that makes people happy? That's, that's literally like the only thing that I need to keep me going, knowing that as soon as I get done, as soon as the first, the first bite mm-hmm. that they take is going to be, it. yeah, and then like they smile or they start dancing or immediately everyone stops talking and then I'm like, dang, like, I did yeah. that. <laughs> I just wowed you. <laughs> that's awesome. So do you specifically make any anything uh, that you focus on or like or what what is what is your like main course or like Man, what this, do you love this, making this specialty question is always asked and i'm starting mm-hmm. to think i should just like lie and i'm sure your clients ask you they're yeah, like yeah what are you good at <laughs> i don't know so i'm such a people pleaser that i literally love to make i like the challenge of making someone's favorite mm-hmm. and i know that sounds cliche but if someone says like i like I like uh, mushrooms. I'll be mm. like, okay, perfect. That's all I need to know. Or I love like polenta. It's literally whatever people want to make. I don't think that I have a specific specialty, not yet. I mean, I think as I grow in my craft, there will be things that become a specialty. But right now, I just love to make people happy. And whatever it is that they're favorite, I'm going to try to make. And I'm looking, of course, for them to be like, this is this is better than my mom's or my grandma's. Mm. Or this tastes like, like it's, it's kind of like a nostalgic kind of thing. And then once that 
conversation happens, I'm like, okay, like I did, I did what I came here to do. And your your website is perfect. Like you have all these pictures, the way the lighting is on these foods, it makes your mouth water, oh. everything. So that's why I'm wondering, like, do they? I'm sure some of your clients be like, okay, what well, which one do you recommend? As yeah, the there's a lot of like, well, what do you recommend or what do people um, order often? I would say crab cakes is very popular. I don't love making crab cakes because yeah. I think it's something that restaurants do fairly well. I mean, minus not a lot of actual crab. Um, crab cakes is popular, and of course steak, like surf and turf, like lobster, very popular. What's, um, a, what's a tricky thing to make? What would be made that was kind of tricky for you, or kind of had a little trouble with me? Hmm, that's a good question. Sushi at all? Is sushi easy? I see people, you know, I don't, I don't I think know sushi. Do I think sushi is all about the process. It's patience with sushi. So, actually, funny story. I had a client. Um, she was trying to do a, um, like, a seven-course, like, Asian tapas-themed dinner for her fiancé. Her fiancé actually owned a restaurant, and I can't think of the name, in Houston. And as soon as she told me that, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Because, like, of course, you know, he knows what it should taste like. Mm -hmm. His favorite restaurant was Cata Robata. So she implored me. She's like, I strongly encourage you to go to Cata Robata and, like, you know, talk to the to the manager, talk to the sushi chef, do this, try what? this. And so I went that day, and okay. she's like, oh, hey, girl, um, me and my fiance just happened to stop by and get a bite at Cata Robata. So I felt like. You're like you're, I don't know who you are. She's measuring you up already. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Damn. she had to, she had to make sure that I did my homework. But okay. that was an amazing experience. I asked them like, why do they pair certain sauces with different fishes, and where do they get mm -hmm. the fish from? So I like went all around town, went to tons of different fish markets, and then finally I got to the event. The lady was like, oh yeah, my husband's coming or my fiance's coming home in 20 minutes. Um, do you have the food prepared? I'm like, what? Mm. So the first part was sushi rolling. He had like a three or four year old son who loves sushi. Um, and then the, la the latter part was tapas. So I'm like, how am I gonna achieve seven courses in 20 minutes? Yeah. I don't know what clicked, but I was like- you made it work? I was like, God, please, like be with me because I cannot like drop the ball. And somehow I made it work. You took one step at a time, one course well, yeah. at a time. And we got to the sushi part. I had never rolled sushi, but on the way, I was like mm -hmm. YouTubing like how to roll sushi. And that's the thing, like I don't know everything, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't feel mm -hmm. like above like, looking at YouTube or looking at Google or like trying to understand the why or I mean sometimes it's like the last minute but at least I knew what to do so <laughs> but like so, what about some of these ingredients is like how do you find these ingredients do you go to special stores and stuff like that or well, like, yeah so specifically for Asian culture um, that's my favorite and so my brother has traveled abroad he has brought back some things for me I have traveled abroad so I've been in like Thailand Japan Korea Singapore Indonesia so I have a lot of those things and so I'll also go to like H Mart or I guess like a little mom and pop store wherever I can find it I'll stop in I'll okay. go to every aisle like Venetia I love um, Central Market is pretty good um, yeah right. I really like I enjoy supporting the smaller businesses so there's there's tons of places like in Bel Air they have little marts um, I'll just talk to them and ask them what they recommend and what I should make and Right. It's gold. Yeah, your business is killing it too. So how do you reach out to your clients or how do your clients reach out to you? I was, um, I've been very blessed to be like majority based off of referral. So when I first started, um, I did a lot of meal prep. I did a lot of kind of like to-go plates. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was like, January 1st, 2020, I said, I want to do catering. I want to do like private events. So I got on Thumbtack. Um, 
and it was pretty much smooth sailing from there. So I, I want to say I did maybe 50 events on Thumbtack. I became like a top pro, and Thumbtack is actually like a very like high, I mean, I guess like they have a lot of credibility, and so if you just Google like my name, Thumbtack will come up, and it says five stars, and I have like amazing reviews. So even if people don't book me on that app, they see that like you know all these other people have said great things so that's pretty much all I needed and so one thing after another it was like my cousin you know posted this or my my co-worker or it was some sort of connection and from there it's been mostly referrals so I hope to market um in a different way I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of Google it all, or have you tried that area? Yeah, I just I just registered my business on Google. Thank Perfect. you. That's beautiful. I love the good review there. <laughs> Thank you for the review. Hype a girl up. Hype a home girl up. Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't even I, crazy. I didn't even think about think about that when I started. I just got a Yelp. Um, I hope to do cooking classes eventually. So I hope to use the Yelp page for the cooking classes primarily. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I really haven't marketed. I've been very blessed to just have amazing clients. Um, sometimes I think that like maybe I'll make a mistake or maybe the food might be cold or something but my customer service is amazing from the time that I first reach out to a client to the end I'll make them feel like we've known each other forever that's and good. that's really what matters the connection yeah, absolutely. And they're like, oh my God, you know, well, someone says having a graduation party or my daughter's first birthday party. And so, I mean, it, it really, it really is a, is a blessing to just have people who refer me. So you do all types of events, big, small, large. Big and small, What's yes. the biggest one you've done? I did a wedding for 200 um, in COVID, which... Ugh. Wait, you did, for $200 you did a 200 wedding? 200 people. Oh, 200 people. Oh, yes. my gosh. And I could not sleep for like three days. Um, Where do you get the manpower for this? You can't be doing this all by yourself. I did Bring do that. All so I did the cooking out. all by myself um, for that one. It really, it was a lot easier than I thought. So I kind of did it in stages. So it was over three days. So I prepared the food. Like, I, was, like mm. I un unwrapped everything. I put the portions together. Like you had a I spot to prepare that? Like you yeah, put it there? In my okay. house it was, I mean. In your house? In my house. It was, Not at the location? It was chaos, but... How you put You packed it all so in your car? The, um, yes, I did pack it in my car. And one of my other um, friends, like one of my best friends, she helps me a lot. So she also helped me transport the food. But that particular event, it would have been ideal to cook on site, but their venue wasn't allowing um, any cooking on site. So I had to transport the food. So over the three days, yes, like prep, cooking, um, the sauces were already made like the first day. So I've learned a lot about kind of how you can expedite the process um, doing uh, larger events, but would you would you would you cook for that event? What would you have? Like it was like oh, waffles. Gosh, let I, me remember. I no, see the waffles was, and chickens on the, the chicken site. And that shit looks so, so good. <laughs> uh, would you put honey or syrup on them? Oh my oh, yeah. god! The way Lots it freaking binds up, it looks so good. <laughs> oh my god! Um, let me think. What did I mean? I know I made some kind of pasta. There was two different kinds of chicken. Um, there was asparagus. There was green. I can't remember oh everything, gosh. but it was. It you was could like do it all because you're a master chef. You could do it all. <laughs> <laughs> One day I hope to be. I hope to have a cookbook. Maybe um maybe a, a cooking show that I host. Okay. I love Aisha Curry to answer your question about the, the um inspiration. I love her. Okay. And Chrissy Teigen. Both of them. Have you, yeah, you've, you've thought about making your own YouTube channel or cooking? Yes, I mean, I'm not a video person. Okay. Like You're I, doing just fine. You're doing oh, great. You're killing it. Thanks. I get really nervous. I don't know. I don't, I, mm. I know that it's the, it's the way to go. Like, it's definitely yeah. the direction. I think that it's, I would definitely be missing the mark if I didn't, you mm. know, like, tap into that 
I guess, method of media. Um, so I did make a YouTube like a week ago, and there's nothing on it. I was like, oh man. Well, that's the first step. This is the mm -hmm. first step. I made it. Um, I guess I would like to partner with maybe like a videographer or a photographer to kind of get me to feel more comfortable because I think just starting over, like people know my personality, and then as soon as I get behind the camera, I'm like, oh my god, like I don't know what to do. Because um, you got you got the Google business account. You could tie that in with YouTube. They're both tied together. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how the Google ads work. That's something I want to tap into. Do you pay like a service fee every week or month? No, or no, like, how does um, that work? not yet. I probably won't. So, so right now I'm kind of focusing on streamlining a couple things in my business. So my scheduling process definitely can be approved. My payment services I'm hoping to automate. Um, what else? Um, just the just the like uh, from start to finish the inquiry to booking process I hope to automate and so right now my focus is really just kind of on that admin part okay. um, and then once I feel that is good I can kind of like pump up the marketing and then eventually um, I can I can handle more volume because I'm doing less work on the like the behind the scenes I guess so you already got a goal you already got everything set like this is 2021 what is what's the end goal of this year you got some big plan man the end goal of this year I would love to partner with venues I would love to partner with event planners and you I had one uh, real estate right or something? yes so the person who the company that built my home it's very it's very like full circle story like I kind of get emotional telling it but I had bought my house knowing I was gonna leave shell and I knew that I wasn't gonna be a for a loan if I was self-employed so I was like I gotta leave shell I gotta start my business but I need a place to cook I need a place you know separate from like my like renting and so I found a home and I was like all right this is it literally we from from the time I saw my place to the time I closed it was two weeks I was like we gotta do this because I have to leave shell I had to start my business so the person who sold me my like built my house he's not necessarily the realtor but he worked on behalf of the building company and he was like you're just like so amazing like I can see that you have so much ambition like I hope that you succeed in your business I know mm. you're just starting he just spoke like all of these like words of affirmation and then um, I bought my house and then I would say a year and two months later he just like randomly called me and was like hey I follow you on Instagram we are looking mm. for a partnership like is that something you'd be interested in and so they've had kind of a series of events every month um, the first one was a dinner party for like as an appreciation. It was like four courses. Um, I want to say 25 people. So that wow. was the first one, and then the rest of them are kind of more so on the catering side, like 50 people, 40 people, 30 people, so on and so forth. So that is definitely a partnership, and that's something that I would like to tap into a little bit more in 2021. So how do you like plan on reaching out to other partnerships and stuff like that, or knowing people need to be hosting these events? Like, is there a process or anything, or is there a process? word of mouth? Because that one was like just a, you know your real again just like a blessing from god but mm. i mean do i have a tactic mm, i would like to i would definitely like to kind of hone in on pricing um so that i can kind of create a program per se or maybe kind of like a, a one pager maybe like a resume i don't know what it would be but it would be essentially something that i can sell on behalf of myself like this is what i can offer this is what i'm looking for because mm. i think that i mean you can go to instagram or you can go to my website but really people don't have time to do all of that research or maybe they don't desire to so yeah. i would say starting with kind of something that i can kind of pitch like maybe like a mini business plan or or this is what I want to do, this is how. 
Um, one person reached out to me on Instagram. She wants to do actually like a chopped kind of quasi Houston based event. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to be meeting next week. So really, I don't think there's kind of like a set way to go about it. I'm just kind of open to what comes and then um, being a little bit more um, like proactive, I guess, in reaching out to people. So like I've reached out to wedding venues and said, are you looking for a caterer or certain offices or certain kind of like, there's like a dental office group that okay. I did for catering over um, Christmas. And so they have like a, a kind of like a conglomerate network. And so that's something that they're looking for, like what can you offer us and how often and what mm -hmm. would it be? Do you have like a service where we can just book online, that kind of thing? So it's gonna take a good amount of work on my end, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm kind of like using this time to do those kind of more strategic things versus just kind of like the run and gunning of private chef or catering um, in hopes that I'll set myself up a little bit better. That's that's one of the things I like about Houston, Texas. This city is so big. Like your networking could just like expand anywhere. They're yeah. so diverse. There's so much going on here. Like it's just like a great it. opportunity. I love it so much. And there's some now. There's some. Um, there's some markets that I feel like it's very maybe uppity isn't the word, but it's very kind of like, you know, you have to be in with the in crowd. And I feel like when I when I go out in Houston or where wherever I am, I'll just kind of casually mention like, oh, I'm a chef, and then oh, really? And it's just it doesn't really matter like who you are or who you know or where you work. It's just like everyone is all love all the time. Like that. And do you see yourself staying in Houston, Texas? This is the place where you're going to kill it. You're going to dominate. They're going to hear your name all over the world. Or do you explain Houston going anywhere? Houston is definitely home to me. So I was born in Dallas. I've lived in Houston um, for four years of high school. I went to college and I moved back. So I, I really do feel like this is like where I feel safe. But I am certainly open to moving. I, I wish I would move to California, honestly. I, really? I wish I would have moved to LA during coronavirus. I wish that I had done more of the private chef, kind of just like did a temporary stint, but I would love to, I would love to uh, raise a family here. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, what type of specialty dishes do you like to make? What's, what's your favorite dish that you like to make for people or? I love making like noodle dishes, to be honest with you, anything Asian, anything Asian. So it'll be, it'll be, um, like, n <laughs> skip the question, I'm, he's distracting me. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, okay. So do you, uh, and you have any huge big supporters, uh, family members or anyone out that's always supported you from day one or been out there to help you out? I feel like always is a strong word. I would say my best friend, her name is Conchita, ha from the very beginning has been like the utmost supportive. So we've known each other since freshman year of high school. In fact, I had kind of like a, not like a low moment, but I was kind of doubting myself. Like I didn't go to culinary school. I just randomly woke up one day and I was like, I'm a chef. I was telling her like I wasn't really getting booked. I kind of felt like you know, people, I didn't really have what I thought other people had. And so she mm -hmm. sent me randomly like a text message and she was, it was like, it was like one of those about me's that you have like in homeroom. And it was like, my name is, I love to do, my hobbies are, or this is what I want to be when I grow up. And I said, chef. And that was like one of the, it just like brought me to tears. Like I thought that this was something that I had just like woken up one day and wanted to do. And in fact, this has been 15 or 20 years of like in the making. a dream. Yeah, dream. so I'd say mm -hmm. her for sure. Of course, my family, my mom, my brother, I would say, uh, yes, my, <laughs> my close friends in Houston, I feel like everyone has always been very, very, like, encouraging, like, 
affirmation is big for me. So like, you're amazing. Like the food tastes great. And, and of course I'm not always looking for the good, but it's just like those little bits to keep me going. Like, don't worry. It's okay. Like take the day off, but tomorrow keep mm-hmm. going. Um, That's right. Yeah. Persistence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Bree, I think this was an amazing episode. I honestly wish you the best in your future. You're going to absolutely Thank kill you. it. And I'm glad you came on. And Thank thanks you again. For it. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate the invite. Rips official out. <laughs>